Welcome everyone to my show, a place where I talk about everything mind, body, and soul. This is your guide, Annie. Just a little reminder before we start. In this episode, we are going to have some adult language, so if you have your little ones around, grab some headphones. Today, I want to talk about mindful sex, more conscious approach to sexuality and how we can basically have a better sex, a better quality sex. It feels like everyone wants to have sex, but no one is talking about sex. Sex is such a taboo topic and one of the most wanted ones. If you ask anyone or if you ask yourself, what is sex? What is sex for yourself? I'm pretty sure you can't even give a fulfilling answer to that question. I'm pretty sure you haven't even thought about that. I even tried to search for meanings because I was curious how it was defined, sex or sexual intercourse. And to be honest, I couldn't even find a fulfilling answer, the answer that works for me and the answer that I truly think describes what sex is. But for me, sex is not only the act itself. Whatever most of the people do, they think this is sex. The act itself is sex. But sex can be so much more fulfilling. It can be a way of human bonding. It can be a meditation. You can heal yourself. You can touch your higher self with sex. Sex is not only for pleasure or only for reproduction. Sex can be used to discover your own self and to discover and to be connected to your own higher self and to your partner's higher self. I'm going to read a quote from my own book. And my book is called A Missing Drop, which is available on Amazon, both the Kindle and paperback version. But in the chapter about sex, I wrote, in the beginning of the relationship, couples oftentimes don't talk about their sexual desires and sexual priorities. How does good sex look for both partners? What are their limiting sexual beliefs? What are they ashamed of and why? Is there anything they want to try or not to try? They don't try to learn more about their bodies and also explore each other's bodies. Everybody thinks that knowledge about sex is given to us and we know what we know and this is how it should be for the rest of our lives. People don't get sexual education. People don't read about sex or learn more about how to have better sex. We just assume it happens naturally. And that is the biggest false belief that is ruining sex for couples. I will blame movies and also porn for creating our false beliefs about sex. It mostly happens in the movies that you have sex for the first time and it is magical. You have the emotional and physical connection. You both have orgasms at the same time and everybody's happy. We don't even ask ourselves, how does good sex look like? So when we are getting into the relationship, we have no idea what we want and what sex actually means for us. And then we don't even try to learn about our body. So how can we try 
and learn about our partner's bodies. And this is a work for two person. Or if you have like three person or four person involved. The people who are involved in sexual act itself, no matter how many people, no matter the gender, everyone has to do their own inner work. Everyone has to ask themselves, what is sex for me? What do I like? What do I enjoy? And so oftentimes, people just have sex for the sake of having sex because they think this is how it should be. And I'm pretty sure there will be some human beings who don't want to have sex and they are having sex because they think it is the right thing to do. Because they are told that that is the right thing to do. So many women have this pressure to have the orgasm. And they feel ashamed when they don't. Because to, let's be honest, it's easier for a man to have an orgasm than for a woman. But I'm not saying that it's impossible or it's challenging. But it's easier for a man to orgasm than for a woman. And men, on the other hand, they feel so much pressure to perform and to be a man, and to last longer, and not to come before her part, his partner has an orgasm. We don't talk about these things. We don't communicate with our partners. We are not being honest first with ourselves and then with our partners. Can you imagine if we were just like honest, about what we feel, how we see our sex, what we want, our fears. Sex can be so much better if we just removed the attachments and expectations of how it should be. If we made just it ours and don't try to make it how someone did it on the TV or on porn. Because as any human being is a unique individual, we all have unique sexual desires and our sex can never be same than someone else's sex and there is no good or bad sex it's all about how it makes you feel because something that makes you feel amazing and you have the out of the world and out of the body experience for someone that might be like disaster that's why everyone has to look at their own sex and work on their own sex and not look outside of it and see what what are they like Jones is doing and what is your friend doing and how much sex your friend is having. It's not about competition. It's all about how we feel and how it makes us feel and how it makes our partners feel and how we both each other in the relationship make each other feel. Sex for me is like a healing. It's like a meditation. It's like a place you go. As Esther Perel said, sex is not something you do. It's a place you go. Sex is a place you go. When you do the meditation and you are like out of your body, that's sex for me. It's when your soul and higher self touches your partner's soul and higher self when like nothing feels real but everything is real 
most of the people have sex on a body level and we are not leaving our bodies to experience sex so many people use sex for numbing and because of that most of them feel so drained and tired after sex and it's like working out so many people think that when they are exhausted after working out they had a good workout it's so after sex when they are exhausted they feel they had a great sex but when you have a good and great sex it should never ever drain you it should always energize you and give you the joy and the energy i'm going to read another part from my book and i wrote let's define what i mean by good sex in yoga we have the eight limbs eight ethical principles the guidelines for how to live a meaningful and purposeful life first are the yamas external restraints brahmacharya is one of the five yamas and it means the wise use of energy including the sexual one brahmacharya can be understood differently across cultures or among different people but for me brahmacharya is using your energy and your sexual energy wisely using sexual energy wisely means not to use sex for numbing and only for physical pleasure as sir peral says sex is not something you do but a place you go when you have sex for the sake of having sex when you have sex only for or- orgasms when you have sex because you are bored or you don't have anything to talk about with your partner it won't work and if it works for now then it can't last and isn't it true how many people have sex because they think they should have sex or they are having sex for only sake of having sex for the several second orgasm to experience the 3 to 5 second thing and they are done and they feel drained and they think they had an amazing sex masculine and feminine energy are opposite but complementary forces they both have their roles for example a feminine and mostly women are just receivers and when a man does not have a pure intentions to love that woman and to give that woman pleasure and the man's intention is only to have an orgasm of course the woman will not feel fulfilled after sex and this is what happens mostly women don't feel fulfilled many women don't feel fulfilled in the in their sexual life because of course women are emotional creatures they feel they feel a man's energy when it's not pure man a masculine is an observer his natural state is to be an observer he's a spark giver he has to be so connected into his masculine and both feminine energy that when he's penetrating the woman he can feel everything that the woman is feeling he is he has to hold a space for a woman for a feminine to be in her in her divine wild nature 
And when man is not grounded enough or is not grounded at all, and when woman is having an orgasmic wave, of course he can't resist it and he starts himself to have an orgasm. When in reality, if he's grounded, he just observes and feels a woman's orgasm on an energetic level, which is far greater feeling than his own orgasm. Men try to get into a woman's role, which is feeling and experiencing. When in reality, what masculine does is he is an observer and he's a space holder. And whenever he can't resist a wave of feminine orgasmic state, he's creating an energetic obstacle for himself by having an orgasm. And he can have a far better experience by feeling the feminine orgasm. Philosopher Epicurus believed that pleasure was attained through tranquility and the reduction of desire instead of immediate gratification. This is the best tip I can give you to have a better sex. The moment you reduce the desire and you become present and in tranquil state, the better pleasure you get. Because what we often do is that we want to feel immediately we have this desire, we have this urge. We don't sit with our urge. We don't sit with our desire. We don't try to be present with our desire so we can feel it all, we can soak it all in. What we want is just everything. We have pain, we want to numb it. We feel we are sad, we want to eat the ice cream and numb it, or drink, or go out. And so is with this pleasure and desires. We don't sit with our desires, we don't feel it all. The moment you have this urge and sexual desire, you can only attain the pleasure if you reduce the desire instead and you become present with it. And it's not only a man's job to be present and conscious. It is also a woman's job to be in her divine feminine, to be in her true feminine nature. Because no matter how grounded a man is, if you're not in your divine feminine wild nature, there is nothing you guys can do. You also, as a woman, have to do your own inner work. You have to untame yourself and uncover all those layers and all those voices that told you you have to be a good girl, you, have should, you should do this or have this type of sex. You have to have the sex you want to have. You have to ask for what you want and you have to get, get it. You are not born. To give pleasure to him and you are born to have a pleasure for yourself. So it is a job for two person to work on themselves, to uncover the layers, the pain, the traumas, to be able to be present, to be on this journey of exploring and accepting themselves as they are. The journey always starts within. First, you have to do the work for yourself because sex needs practice and sex needs time and effort. The journey starts within. You have to untame yourself. You have to uncover those traumas and limiting beliefs. So stay alone with your own self. 
take a pen and a paper and write down all your limiting beliefs. Write down what sex means for you. How does good sex look like for you? What it is that you want or don't want to do? What it is that you want to try or you don't want to try or you want to try and you are afraid of trying? Why do you want to do it? Why do you like sex? Why is sex important for you? You have to uncover yourself. And you have to ask your partner to do the same because this is a job for two person or more. If you are three people and throuple involved in sex, then all of you have to do the work. So whoever is involved in relationship and sex has to do the work. And your partner should do the same and un- tame herself or himself, uncover her own journey. And then you both have to share and be honest and share everything you think and all your desires. Because you might think that your partner might refuse something, but she might or he might be happy to do it. Communicate. Communicate with yourself first and then with your partner. It's all about having sex mindfully. Be in the moment. Be in the moment wherever you are in your whole life. And now that we are talking about sex, be in the moment when you are having sex and try to consciously feel everything, whatever you're experiencing and whatever your partner is experiencing. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And I'm pretty sure I'm not done talking about sex because this is such a huge and interesting topic. But I'm done for right now. I would love to hear about what was your takeaways from this episode. And I would also love to hear if you had any epiphanies about sex that I didn't cover. If you are getting any value from my podcast and you want to support me, please subscribe and rate my podcast. And also, if you are interested in my book and you want to support me, my book is called A Missing Drop and it's available on Amazon. And I will link everything down below. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are. Thank you for listening. Until next time.